Turn with me to Psalm 119 this afternoon. I'll say it right. Psalm 119. And just want to talk briefly this afternoon about benefiting from God's Word. Benefiting from God's Word. Maybe you've found in your life at times when you approach God's Word, maybe for devotions or maybe for a service time when God's Word is being preached by someone, and you find yourself coming to God's Word and knowing in your heart, I, I, want to, I want to read my Bible this morning. I want to have devotions, but maybe feeling a little lost, if you will. Maybe you have experienced having devotions or coming to a service and walking away without really remembering maybe what you read that morning or remembering what the message was about. Um, and then maybe you've had times in your life where you've come to God's Word, you've opened your Bible for your morning devotions, and you just feel like God has spoken to you. And those are exciting times when that happens. It's exciting when you're, when you're doing devotions, when you're reading God's Word, when you come to a church service, and a verse just leaps off of the page at you. And you say, wow, you know, that, that's really neat. I wish this happened every time. And... So I want to talk just a little bit this afternoon about how you and I can set ourselves up for success when we approach God's Word so that we can benefit from it. When we think about coming and approaching God's Word, we have to be careful because oftentimes we get very familiar with God's Word. And familiarity is probably the biggest enemy when it comes to being engaged when it comes to the Bible. Because reality is that most of us, after we've spent some time in church, after we've spent some time, you read through your Bible two or three times, and eventually you figure out what the stories are. You come to things, and, and you can anticipate what's going to happen. Or you can even come to a book, and you, know, you get about a chapter into the book of Deuteronomy or Leviticus, and it's just like, okay... I've got to really buckle down and make sure that I'm paying attention when I'm reading this or my mind is just going to wander or you get, you, know, you get into the minor prophets and you have no idea what they're talking about and you can very quickly lose the benefit that comes from God's Word. So we have to be careful when we come to God's Word and make sure that we're trying to be engaged, that we're trying to pay attention, that we're looking to get something from it. And I think really, you know, that's all of our goals. We want to hear from God. We want God to speak to us from His Word. But I, I've heard it said this way, that when you go to open God's Word, it's like Satan has a finger trying to keep it closed. And you've probably noticed this, that your flesh does not like to participate in the reading, in the study, in the hearing of God's Word. And very quickly, when you open God's Word, whether it's for devotions or whether it's for a service time, uh, you can think of everything that you've forgotten in the last week. It will all come flooding back to your mind. And all of these things, Satan will provide all kinds of distractions to keep you 
from meeting with God. So I just want to read a couple verses here from Psalm 119 and think about approaching God's word with a certain attitude. And in Psalm 119, verses 1 through 8, we'll read all eight verses here. Of course, Psalm 119 is a unique psalm. We walked through it together on Wednesday nights. After, shortly after I came here, we started walking through it. And it's very unique in that it's the longest psalm, but it's very unique in that it's all about the Word of God. Verse number 1, psalmist says, Blessed are the undefiled in the way who walk in the law of the Lord. Blessed are they that keep his testimonies and that seek him with the whole heart. They also do no iniquity, they walk in his ways. Thou hast commanded us to keep thy precepts diligently. Oh, that my ways were directed to keep thy statutes. Then shall I not be ashamed when I have respect unto all thy commandments. I will praise thee with uprightness of heart when I shall have learned thy righteous judgments. I will keep thy statutes. Oh, forsake me not utterly. We can notice in these first eight verses of Psalm 119 that there are benefits, there are blessings that come in our lives because of the Word of God. I think we all know that, we all recognize that. But David says there in that first verse that those who are undefiled in the way, the persons who walk in the law of the Lord are those that are blessed. And the reality is today that if you and I really want a blessed life, if we want life to be the best possible thing that it can be, then we need to follow God. We need to follow His Word. We need to be undefiled in the way. And that's countercultural. That's counterflesh. Our flesh comes and tells us, hey, if you want to have the best life possible, if you want your life to be everything that it can be, then you need to seek after what your heart wants. You need to go after these things. You need to pursue a better career and more money so that you can find happiness and just whatever your heart wants to do, you just do it. And that is a bunch of lies from Satan. Because the reality is, if you and I seek after our heart, if you follow your heart, your heart is going to lead you to the pits of hell. Because your heart is deceitful and desperately wicked. Who can know it? Your heart is bent towards sin. Your heart is controlled by Satan very easily and will ruin your life. The reality is, if you and I want the best possible life, then pursuing after God 100% will yield for you the best possible life and the best possible eternity available. Now, that doesn't mean that life is going to be easy. That doesn't mean that your life will be free from problems or free from troubles. But if you seek after God, we have all kinds of promises in Scripture that He will take care of us, that He will meet our needs. And I think we all recognize that. So how do we make sure that when we approach God's Word that we receive benefits from it, that we receive blessings from it, that we can meet with God. Well, I want to walk through just a couple verses here in Psalm 119 and notice David's heart attitude towards God and towards God's Word as he approaches the Scriptures. Psalm 119, verse number 12, he prays to God here, Blessed art thou, O Lord. Notice the next several words. Teach me thy statutes. He prays to God and he asks God that God would teach him 
his statutes. Teach me thy statutes. Psalm 119, verse number 18. Open thou mine eyes, that I may behold wondrous things out of thy law. What is he asking for here? He's asking that God would give him vision. That God would allow him to see the things that God has hidden in his word. The things that God has put there. We talked about that this morning. That our fleshly eyes are often closed to the spiritual realities that are right in front of us. David recognized that about himself. He comes and he asks God that God would open thou mine eyes, that I may behold wondrous things out of thy law. You know the reality this afternoon is that God's word contains many wondrous things. And if you and I come to God's word and we walk away unchanged, we walk away saying, wow, that was boring. Wow, that was dry. You know the reality? The problem is not with God's word. The problem is with me. If I open God's word and I don't see something, it's because I'm blind, not because there's not something there for me to see. David asked that God would open his eyes. Verse number 120, or not 127, verse 27. 27. Make me to understand the way of thy precepts, so shall I talk of thy wondrous works. David here asks that God would help him to understand, that God would make him to understand. You know, there are often times that we come to God's word and we have difficulty understanding what God wants to show us. We have difficulty understanding what he is saying. David recognized that and asked that God would help him to understand. Verse number 29, Remove from me the way of lying and grant me thy law graciously. Grant me thy law graciously. David here asks that God would remove his lying tongue from him. He recognized the holiness, the righteousness, the purity of God's word. And he asks for God to condescend to him. For God to grant him his law. David longs to receive it. He recognizes that he's not worthy to receive God's law because of his lying tongue. But he asks for God to be gracious to him. Nonetheless, verse number 33, and we'll read from 33 down to 37. David here says, Teach me, O Lord, the way of thy statutes, and I shall keep it unto the end. Give me understanding, and I shall keep thy law. Yea, I shall observe it with my whole heart. Make me to go in the path of thy commandments, for therein do I delight. Notice verse 36. Incline my heart unto thy testimonies and not to covetousness. Turn away mine eyes from beholding vanity, and quicken thou me in thy way. Verses 36 and 37 are particularly interesting. He asks for God to incline his heart. He asks for God to take his heart and to bend it, to mold it, to push it towards what? Incline my heart unto thy testimonies, and not... Covetousness. You know the reality today? Your heart, my heart, they incline to covetousness. We're, we're cursed with the eyes of the flesh. We're cursed with the ability to look at this world around us, to look at other people and to think, oh, I need that. Oh, I need this. Oh, I need this thing over here. Oh, the shiny things. Verse 37, he says, Turn away mine eyes from beholding vanity, and quicken thou me in thy way. Vanity. That which is empty, that which is vain. We, we so easily get distracted by the things of this life. David says, God, 
take my eyes, take my attention, incline my heart away from the things of this life that so easily my flesh goes after, and turn it rather to you, to your testimonies. Then verse number 125, the last one we'll look at this afternoon, Psalm 119, 125. He prays here, I am thy servant. Give me understanding that I may know thy testimonies. Here he prays and he asks God for understanding. He longs to understand what God has said, that he may know the testimonies of God. You know, one of the best ways that we can benefit from God's word, when we come to hearing God's word, when we come to reading God's word, studying God's word, is to approach it in a humble attitude, but to approach it with prayer. This book is not just a dead, dry book. I I mean, to the flesh, yeah, there are some some very dry things in here. There's a lot in between these two covers. And you and I, if we approach it as just a fleshly book, we can very easily get lost. We can very easily get burnt out. We can very easily just gloss over things, let our mind wander, and lose all of the benefit that comes from being involved in God's Word. But the reality is that it is a living book. The reality is that God has given us His Holy Spirit to minister to us. And if you and I know Him, if you and I have His Holy Spirit residing within our hearts, then we can approach God's Word prayerfully. We can come and we can take Psalm 119, verse number 36, and we can pray it. So tomorrow morning when you open your Bible and you go to have your devotions, you know, it's a good idea to ask God and say, God, would you incline my heart unto thy testimonies right now? Would you help me to incline my heart towards your word and not to covetousness? Would you help me not to get my focus and my attention off on the things of this life and this world, the distractions of the day, but Father, would you speak to me from your word? He's the one who wrote it. It's a good idea for us to come and to ask him to help us to understand, to ask him to speak to us. Psalm 119, verse 18, we can come and we can ask God. When we come to a church service and we're getting ready to hear someone preach, expound upon God's word, we can say, God, would you open mine eyes that I may behold wondrous things out of thy law? You see, when we come to God prayerfully before we even open his word, we're humbling ourselves before him. We're adjusting our perspective. We're adjusting our heart off of the things of this life, off of, you know, when you wake up in the morning and you're going to have devotions, what is your mind occupied with? Very, very easily. And it's not on purpose. It's, it's just how life is, right? You're thinking about the day, the things that you need to get done. You're thinking about what you want to eat for breakfast. You're thinking about getting a cup of coffee or whatever. You're thinking about your day. You're thinking about things that are going on. And you and I, we need to take our focus off of those things and meet with God for a while. And if we will humble ourselves before Him and come to Him in prayer, you know what He'll do? He'll help us. Because He longs to meet with us. He longs to speak to us from His Word. This is not a a dead, dry book. And as I said, if, if I come and I get nothing from it, 
The problem's not with it. The problem's not with him. The problem is with me. So you and I, I hope that in this coming week, as we approach God's word, that we'll approach it prayerfully, humbly, seeking that we might benefit from it. And you know, I think if we're careful to do that, careful to take some of these verses and just spend some time in prayer, aligning our heart with God, asking him for his help, I think he'll speak to us. I think he promises that to us. And I think that we can find great benefit and blessing, help for our, our daily lives that comes from God's word, if we will do so.